So, like, how do you usually start your podcast? Um, one of us is like, hi, guys, welcome back to another episode of Drink More Water. And then we usually, like, are laughing because we're like, we both hate doing it. So, we're like, oh, it was my turn this week. Like, that was terrible. And we, like, <laughs> just continue on. Like, we just make it very, like, we don't act very professional. Because <laughs> every time, like, every this is, like, a running thing with my podcast is I just hit play. Yeah. And then I'm like hi like let's just start talking so <laughs> yeah. like I'm done with you now so that's a great intro oh have you started yeah <laughs> we're on I was just like pull people off guard I love it it's um, a good way to start because yeah. otherwise you're just not yourself and you get all nervous yeah I find when people like like introduce people mm. on the podcast versus like okay today we have Riley on the yeah, podcast and she's a, an online personal trainer mm. and you're like sitting there and you're like you're talking about me and then like yeah. I don't know it's just like let's get to know you first and then like we could intro <laughs> yeah exactly no that's so funny so if you were to give yourself an intro mm. what would you say now you are putting me on the spot I <laughs> um I would say that I am Riley <laughs> I'm 20 years old I'm from the Sunshine Coast I was originally doing all personal training I'm now an online coach um and I would just say that I'm very hardworking, very focused, very stubborn, yes. <laughs> very determined. But yeah, just yeah. living life, getting yeah. through. Mm. Awesome. And we're just sitting here in Brisbane in our Airbnb getting ready for the AWPT seminar in yes. person. Exciting. So Riley <laughs> is one of my mentors. She's going through the six-month mentorship at the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Um, so she's very knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> so knowledgeable. <laughs> and you have your own podcast too. Yes, Drink More Water. So Soph and I my co-host so co-host not co-host um we started our podcast probably february this year and it's so much fun yeah it's just such a good platform to be able to open up different conversation and i think everyone gets to know you a lot better from a podcast and from like an instagram post or something like that as well yeah you can just have more of a conversation i love it for yeah. just like like this is the first time we've connected in person mm. whereas like everything is just like online now yeah. and it's just i think it's cool to just sit down and be able to have a conversation yeah. hear a little bit about your story mm. and yeah hopefully get some knowledge bombs along the way yeah definitely love yeah. it <laughs> so I mean, you're 20, so you're yes. actually quite young to yes. be like starting. Baby. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been a PT for? How did you get into fitness? I So growing up, I always did a heap of sport. I was always a very sporty kid. I did surf lifesaving competitively from... Oh, probably like under eight, right up until I was 18. Growing so around, up in Noosa. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. Yeah, it was good. Around, I'd say mid-grade 12 from memory, that's when I stopped competing just because the workload of racing and training is like 10, 11 times a week. Wow. Um, yeah, it consumed my whole life, but equally it set me up um, to where I am today, I think, and I'm the person I am because of all that discipline and, and having that growing up. So it was awesome, but pretty much in grade 10, a big sort of life thing happened and I was like, all right, what am I going to do with myself moving forward? What do I really want? And I always knew that I wanted to work in the fitness industry. I went back and forth with, will I do nutrition? Will I do physio? Will I study sports science? I kind of went through all the options of what I could do and it always came back to being a personal trainer to start off with I was always like I just want to do that and maybe when I go to uni I'll just do PT on the side that was always kind of my train of thought and I did my cert three and four during high school so grade 11 12 and I did that as a traineeship so I was PTing for a day a week or day and a half a week actually 
my entire year 11 and 12. So I kind of did like a part school, part traineeship. So yeah, that was so good for me. I'm not, I was just saying to Kayla before, I'm very practical. I need to be doing something, not hearing something. So that was awesome for me. Um, and from there, my love for personal training was very apparent. And I was like, right, I really want to work with women. Like I knew what I wanted in that sense. And coming out of high school, mom and dad really wanted me to go to uni. So I got in for occupational therapy because I sort of thought, that would be a good path to go down. And then the day before uni started, I had a full meltdown and I was like, I'm not going to go occupational therapy. Like it's not for me. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So I swapped courses to um, exercise and sports science the day before it started. Went the next day, I did six weeks and every single day that I was at uni, I was planning my business. And then by week six, I had dropped out and started my business. So that is where I am today. Amazing. And so yeah. you went in person first. Yeah. yeah. In person first, which was so good. I think everyone should start out in person. Yeah. And I, I already so. was doing kind of the in-person training as the traineeship. So I think that gave me the confidence to start my own business straight away because I know I get a lot of questions being like how did you have the confidence to do that and how did you know but I think when I was already doing it for two years and yeah I just I was ready and I knew the clients that I wanted to work with and I don't know I just backed myself and did it yeah so I think a big thing that coaches I guess want to know is like how did you transition online like how did mm. you do that you uh you as well as being part of the mentorship you have a business coach so you invest yeah. a lot in yourself yeah. and in your business for your mm. own personal development but also for the development of your business so yeah run us through I guess how you kind of went about that because I think it's something really interesting that mm. you know no one's we're all we all know our craft we know yeah. sort of about training and about mm. you know all the scientific sort of stuff but like the business stuff is like a coach's downfall. So yeah, I think that's, it's kind of a running theme that mm. we sort of speak about on the podcast. So yeah. yeah, tell us a bit about how you made yeah. that transition. I'm randomly very passionate about the business side of things. I almost love it 50, 50 to the fitness side of things. So yeah. I had, yeah, my business started March of 2019. So that entire first year, I was very much in person, I was just sort of navigating the whole business side of things as best I could. I sort of dappled in marketing and like tried my best at launching programs and whatever else. Um, and then I kind of came to the realization like, oh, maybe I should do like a six-week program. This was in person. And that was the first time I think for me that I was like, oh, you could do things and market like specific courses or specific programs that introduce more clientele or whatever it may be. So that was kind of my first... I don't know, say peep into what could be. And then at the end of that first year, so that was the end of 2019, I kind of saw a lot of girls online and thought, oh, maybe I could do this as well and sort of have a 50-50 in person and online. So that's when I looked into different um what do you, what would you call it? Like coaching platforms to go through. And I yeah. chose Trainerize and sort of started that at the end of 2019. And then obviously start of 2020. <laughs> yeah. So the big COVID. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I need to shift and pivot. And how am I going to do that? So I started a Facebook group and I was doing live workouts nearly every single day for about I think 16 weeks in the end. Yeah. That was just another thing for my health, but <laughs> it was good at the time um, to get people online. And I built quite a good community in that um, time as well. And that's when I pushed the online coming out of that 
sort of period of time because I was like right like there's a market for it now people are out there wanting coaching so that's when I kind of moved online and then this year for me coming into 2021 I had been doing the online for almost a year and I was like right I need to take the next step you know I've had my business for nearly two years now and you know going back to when I quit uni I said to dad dad I can spend the next four years doing a degree that may get me somewhere, may not get me somewhere and I might just end up doing exactly what I'm trying to do now anyway at the end of that or I can spend the next four years investing everything I would in a degree into my business and having a business by the end of it. So I've always been very switched on in the sense of, right, I need to make this work and I need to really give this as much of a crack as I can up until almost that four-year mark because in my head I'm like, this is my uni degree. Like this is the time I've given myself. So... I knew that I was going to invest in a business coach. That was 100%. So it was finding the right one. I had a few calls and I signed with Luca, my coach, and it has been the best thing I've ever done. The growth I've already had this year is crazy. And I know that the next year for me is going to be just big in a lot of different aspects, but I'm super excited. And then I had done Kayla's eight-week course last year and then the email came through for the mentorship and I was like... Oh, well, if I'm already investing money, it's like, <laughs> a little bit more. So I, um, yeah, I was like, fuck it. Went like, all I'm in. Gonna, yeah, I'm just going to do it. And I had a call with Kayla, signed, did that. And that investment to what I thought was huge between the two of them. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, it I've was invested all this money. This is crazy. And since then, I think I've invested another like 15 grand. <laughs> so I know that this year for me has been huge in terms of what I've invested. But equally, I know that the return on investment is tenfold. And equally, this is my time to learn. And I know that's how I've always approached it. So yeah. I sit fine in that decision. And the more you invest, the more it seems like a very small amount. Yeah. What I invest now, I'm like, oh, I know people out there that are investing, you know, hundreds four of times this amount. Yeah. yeah. So it feels like I'm doing nothing. I'm like, oh, it's just like a little bit of money here and there, but it's so worth it at the end of the day. And not thinking of it like, oh my God, I've just invested all this money. Like think about what you're going to gain from that yeah. experience, not just a lump sum that you pay at the beginning because it's not about that. Yeah. Mm. We were talking yesterday about like energy being money and it just flows. Like it's not like, you know, if you kind of hold on to it, it just stays stagnant. Mm. There's nothing happening with it. Right. Like Mm. it's not, um, it's not doing anything really. Like it it needs to flow and like, it's going to come back to you in different ways. Mm. Like, I was telling Riley yesterday, I was like, I've sort of invested because I mean, obviously I went the uni, the uni route and, um, that was a big investment, which I am still paying off and I'll be paying off probably forever. But, um, yeah, like I'm investing in more of like a neuroscience based course now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess, because I feel like in terms of like the biomechanics and, and side of things, like, you know, I've sort of got that kind of, I guess, down pat. So I'm sort of investing in something that I don't, I mean, I have a business coach too, but investing in something that's just kind of out of the realm of what I usually would, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of um, personal development, like you've got the business side of things, you've got the, um, like the coaching side of things, but then like looking at how you can better yourself as well and like use that energy, you know, to gain a service, gain experience gain all these different types of things and then Mm -hmm. it just it flows to you and it it, it'll flow back to you in in different ways and so you know 
in terms of investing in yourself, I think it's probably one of the biggest things that you can invest in. Like instead of mm. instead of investing in, I mean, it's <clears throat> not really an investment if you're um, if you're buying like <laughs> shoes or like brand sort of stuff. Investing in the look. <laughs> yeah, like invest in your future, mm. and I think health especially. Like yeah. you know, we've it's mainly coaches that are sort of listening to this, but you know, if someone isn't a coach, you know, investing in your health is probably one of the biggest things mm. that you can do as well because it's something that you need to have for the rest of your life. Because if you don't have your health, you don't really have anything. You mm. don't have a business. You don't have, yeah. um, you know, all these other things. You don't have the ability to travel or whatever it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So like health is definitely number one. I yeah. think. And I think as well, like along with that is you've only got yourself. So if you don't invest in yourself, what's the point? Like, what are you investing in? You're yeah. just paying for life and paying for everything else. It's like, you are your own investment. So if you're not at the top of your game in any way, there's no point and I always think with you know business coaching it's opened my eyes to so many different things that I've got going on internally that I'm like oh I never knew that like I didn't know that I had to work on that even my money mindset terrible Mm. you know if I had to I was a very good saver like I was living at home still last year so I saved a lot of money but I was equally saving probably every single cent that I earned yeah um and then yeah coming into this year I was like right well you can stay here and you can be comfortable knowing like, oh, I've got X amount in the bank and like, this is just what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to stay safe and stay in my little bubble. But nothing happens there. No growth happens there. And I think for coaches, you're just doing yourself a huge disservice by not investing in yourself. And you can't expect other people to invest in you if mm. you don't invest in other people. It's almost like energetically that doesn't work. And I think, getting a bit woo-woo, but I think the universe... Oh kind of it hears that and it sees that so if you're in your bubble you will never invest in yourself you'll never put that money yeah Yeah. grow back into you who else will invest in you it's just energetically I don't think that works and like you said money is literally energy and when I really tapped into that and realized wow that is that is quite literally it it's just energy you know Mm. It just flows from one person to another. No one gets your money and it's theirs to keep, you know. They're investing in themselves. And when that's the cycle, money will always flow back to you. And I don't think you can expect abundance if you don't spend in abundance and in that, um, yeah, like abundant mindset rather from a scarcity because I was doing that for a while and it didn't work. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And I think we do sort of, you know, maybe it comes from, you know, our parents and things like that where there is that scarcity mindset Mm. around money as well. And, you know, you sort of think, oh, I've got to save, save, save everything. And it's like, but what are you saving it for? Mm. Like, like where is that going? Like if it's just sitting there, it's not doing anything. It's Mm. not really like working for you. So, you know, um, where did I want to go with that? So, yeah, like in terms of, investing in yourself like you we talked about like the universe and like all the (laughs) woo-woo stuff but it's it's not necessarily woo-woo I don't think like it's it 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 actually is tangible and when you sort of think about it as well it's like if you if you know where your money is going if you set you know like um budgets or if you have like a plan Mm -hmm. of like 
how much is coming in, where it's all sort of going. You feel a little bit more in control of it. You mm-hmm. won't have, you know, that anxiety or that scarcity mindset around it. It's like, okay, so I have X amount coming in, into my business. I need to set myself a wage. And like, if you figure out, if you sit down and write down exactly what you need, how much money you need to live, it's really not that much. If you're not going on extravagant, like, um, you know, extravagant dinners or extravagant holidays or, um, you know, buying like all this sort of brand name stuff that you probably don't need. You can tell we don't. (laughs) Yeah, like the cost of living, like, Mm. you know, you you need to pay rent, you need Mm. to um, buy food, you know, a couple of other things that are going to be there. If you work it out, you really don't need that much to live quite comfortably. Mm. And once you're sort of a little bit in control of that, then I think you come you become a little bit more relaxed when it comes to investing in certain things so you know you have all this money say like coming into your business let's say you know you give you you pay yourself a wage where you know a comfortable wage where you can be comfortable you're covering all your costs things like that you know from that wage maybe you put some away for um, personal tax or Mm. maybe you put some away for um like something that you really want to save for say say like you know say you want to buy a house you put some away for a house deposit maybe you uh put some away for you know investments you know that you know you Mm. can have say you know 20 percent of your wage can go to investments 20 percent goes to like your home deposit or something like that you know the rest of the money that's left in your business you can use for business expenses you 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 got to put a little bit away for tax but you also got to put some away for um for profit for yourself as Mm -hmm. well and then at the end of like the year or something like that whatever profit is left over can go to you can go to your house deposit or your investment savings account whatever it is Um, but then whatever's left over in that business account is you know for your operating expenses and things like that so then you kind of have an idea of cash flow and you have an idea Mm of where your money is going and you're a little bit more in control of it so then it's like you know, you don't have that sort of scarcity mindset where it's not sort of flowing. Like it's always flowing into these different avenues and you have a little bit more control and safety Mm. around it as well. And so you don't feel guilty, I guess, in investing in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because I think, um, yeah, that was one thing, you know, I got to, like I got back from Canada and I was like, okay, well, what's the next thing for me? Like, what what's the next course that I can do because every yeah every course that I've done or um you know investment I've made in either like my business or my um personal professional development they always pay off it always yeah, sort of comes it back always to is yeah yeah no you're you're completely right I remember thinking too with money you know I would purposely not check my account because I just didn't want to know what was happening. It yeah. was almost like, but what if it's not as good this week? Or what if it's yeah. $100 less or whatever? And that fear of like, oh, I'm not even going to look. Because mm. if I look and it's not what I thought it would be, it's going to like spin me into an absolute spiral. And I don't want know what to do with that. So having control and knowing what's coming in and out and actually just taking control of your finances and money. It's so freeing. Yeah. And for me, investing that money, it just took away the power that money had over me. I was like, right, like I'm still living and I'm still surviving. Yeah. And I spent, you know, X amount of money and my life is, nothing's changed, right? Like I'm still me. I'm still paying rent this week. Yeah. I'm still eating. Like everything's fine because of that. And yeah. 
for whatever reason, it was such a fear for me to not have that money. And even now I'm sort of like, I do have a number in my head where I'm like, don't go under that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just that safety net. And I think the minute you yeah detach from money and, yeah. and stop having that mindset around it, it's very freeing. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, like life is still happening and I don't need to have that money to be anything or to be anyone yeah. and I'm still fine. And, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, we are the richest people in the world or in the top percentage. So we're fine. We're fine, you know, yeah. and we, we live amazing lives and there will never necessarily come a time where we are struggling to the point that we can't get help. So yeah. we have so much safety around that as well. And if you're in a business and you're earning money <laughs> and investing in yourself, you know, you're killing it. And yeah. I think that's the biggest takeaway as well. Just knowing that at the end of the day, you will be fine no matter how much it scares you in the moment investing that amount of money. And there's always a return yeah. on that investment. Like I'm sure for you with your business coach, it's like, mm. wow, what you know now versus what you didn't know beforehand is crazy because you're like, I, I don't even know what I would do without that knowledge now and how far your business has come. And then obviously that in itself um, makes money. And for me recently, I was talking to Kayla about this yesterday, but I hired a virtual assistant a few weeks ago and that has made the biggest <laughs> difference to my business. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, I was I'm just like... about to say, I need me one of them because I'm doing everything and it's yeah. like, yeah, like money is time mm-hmm. as well. And so, Completely. yeah, that would like, to me, that's an investment and that yeah. is going to pay off a hundred percent, like take my money right oh, now. I, every week I'm like, you know what, I'm not even going to draw a wage. Just take it. You have it. Like I'm yeah. like, just do all the work. But it's, yeah, that is an example of me being a little bit like, oh, do I need to spend this? Like, I'm not too sure. But equally a year ago, no way I would have even looked into it. It wouldn't yeah. even been on my radar. But now I'm like, no, like stop it. I need the help. Yeah. I want to grow what I can get from her is stuff that I don't even know. You know, at the end of the day, we are coaches. You may have a science degree. We're not actually professionals in email marketing or <laughs> webs, um, website design or whatever it may be. So outsourcing and getting the help, I think is one of the best things that you can do for your business and not being scared of growth. I think for me, as well, I always try and adopt a mindset that I don't have yet. So even if I know it's going to scare the shit out of me and I'm like, I don't think I'm ready to do that. I'm like, you're 20. Just keep the momentum going. Like, don't stop putting yourself out of your comfort zone because as much as every single time you do something that makes you scared, you know, in six months time, it's like, oh, that's my norm now and everything will become your norm but as long as you're sort of like in your bubble and you don't want to do it and you're scared, it's like that's that's all you'll ever be and you'll just be there the rest of your life and you'll look back and think, oh, I probably could have been more if I, if I put a little bit of money into myself and actually made that investment. And on the flip side of that, something similar that I've been thinking about now is, you know, we expect so much from our bodies every week. It's like we're busy, we're in businesses, we train every day, we walk every day, whatever it is that we're doing. But how often do you kind of give back to your body? And Mm. I'm like, I take, 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 take. And then I'm like, why am I an anxious mess on a Sunday night? You know, like what's wrong with me? And I'm a very sort of hard exterior. I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But then I'm like, well, you never actually just sit and do anything for yourself or get a massage or do something that's giving back to your body because I've always been of the opinion of why would I spend that money? Yeah, because I can do it myself. Yeah, it's just a waste of time. Like I don't need to spend that. Like I'm fine. But, you know, last week I went to 
is it called like a float therapy? Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty like, I'm not a very chilled person. I mean, I am, yeah. but I can't. My mind's just always ticking. So I'm laying there yeah. like thinking of all the things I could be doing. But equally, I'm like, you know, a week or two ago, I would have never spent the money. But I was like, no, you need to start to do that. And, you know, a few clients actually and I have made each other accountable that every week we have to like check in and be like, what did you do last week? That was for yourself. For yourself. Yeah. yeah. Investing in yourself. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, it's really important because we do, like, as coaches, we give, 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 but, like, you know, coaches need coaches as well mm-hmm. and someone to sort of, like, hold them accountable and, you know, sort of tell them what to do yeah. as well. Or, like, because, you know, we kind of get set in our own ways mm. as well. And, I mean, like, through the, the mentorship, like, you know, you're training in ways that you – haven't trained or you you, you're being thrown I guess out of your comfort zone in terms Mm -hmm. of that and learning other things and you know same with me like I've dabbled in like Mm. powerlifting and I've dabbled in like bodybuilding and then it's just yeah it's all just like experience and then finding out Mm -hmm. what works best for you finding out what you enjoy and being able to you know, pass that on, like pass on that experience to your clients as well. It sort of just, you know, goes round and round as well again. Yeah. And even what I've learned through my business coach, you know, she is very spiritual in a sense and into the woo-woo if you want to call it that. Um, But things that I've learned of her and that's business coaching, I can apply to my own coaching through, you know, the girls that I talk to through things that I've learned. So even though, you know, that's business coaching, what's that got to do with fitness? Mm to an extent like I can teach girls what I learned from her which is incredible so you always are learning from other people and I I don't think there's been a week since I've dropped out of uni that I haven't been doing some sort of a course mm. you know there may have been a few weeks in between but if you have a cert three and four you can't stop there yeah <laughs> like you really can't I, it's honestly like it's just a piece of paper with a tick of approval to to start but it's yeah. not like you don't know anything really yeah like and you can label gym equipment I think that was like the biggest takeaway from doing your <laughs> three and four <laughs> yeah and um what was I gonna say I can't even remember now I think yeah it, it doesn't like a cert three and four the industry is getting so competitive now like mm-hmm. I mean we are in our guess our little fitness bubble yeah. as well where it's like you know everyone's a coach everyone's a, a personal trainer yeah. everyone's an online coach now so yeah if you want to stand out mm. above the rest then you need to offer something different or you need to keep I guess like we've been speaking about this whole time investing in yourself mm. um to be able to keep up and and offer your clients things like with this neuroscience course like things definitely transfer laterally like you can think of like you know investing in your business and you can use some of those principles to you know I guess further your your fitness education or things Mm -hmm. like that so with this neuroscience course that I'm doing it's definitely something that I can then go and apply to my clients as well so it's not just me investing in myself but it's also investing in my clients and investing in my business as well yeah because what we're what we're going through what we're doing is learning how to notice you know certain things in your nervous system and how your nervous system plays out certain scenarios and and you know when you're in certain situations how do you react Mm. and how do those feelings 
feel in your body and how does that affect your mind and how you know we can take like this top down approach where our mindset can really affect you know the way our body responds Mm. to certain things but then also feeling in our body because we're constantly like our minds are constantly working like they're constantly telling us these stories right and they're constantly what's next like what do I do oh I feel guilty about this blah 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 blah. and like seeing how that manifests Mm. in your body and you know whether it's you know your heart rate's increasing or um, you have of this feeling of guilt or you have a feeling you have some sort of feeling in your body how is that manifesting in your body and then as well like how can you if you take more of that uh, bottom-up approach like how can you move your body how can you change your physiology to help change your mindset like Mm -hmm. how can you you know we can say for example like meditation would be a top-down approach where you're focusing on you know your mind or you're focusing on one thing or trying to be Mm -hmm. really mindful of like, you know, what's sort of going on in your body. But then, you know, we can take that bottom up approach where it's like we can change our breath. We can like consciously slow down our breath to quiet or calm our minds a lot. Mm -hmm. So it is really interesting and it does definitely transfer over to the fitness and the health side of things. Because, you know, we're so stressed these days. We know like stress plays Mm -hmm. a massive role in you know, the amount of weight that we hold or, um, you know, in our fat loss journey Mm. and things like that, Um, as well as sleep is going to be something else. And, you know, if we are highly stressed, highly anxious, then sleep is going to be affected and things like that. You know, your sleep's affected, your energy levels are affected, Mm. your performance in the gym is affected, your nutrition is likely Mm. going to be affected as well. So they definitely, like, there is... No system really exists in isolation. We need to integrate yeah. all these types of systems in terms of um, maintaining optimal health. And, you know, I don't know about you, but the amount of gut issues that people are experiencing or clients that I have with gut issues, mm-hmm. um, issues with, you know, stress affecting the gut or, you know, their gut issues affecting their mental health. Yeah. Like we do, we know we have like, uh, you know, serotonin receptors and serotonin like release through the gut and then that's obviously like a neurotransmitter which is going to affect our brain chemistry Mm. and things like that so yeah it's all it's all sort of interconnected and I think you know having a purpose and Mm. sort of really diving deep and just sitting with yourself and being like you know in a in a room in a quiet room and really diving deep into like what is it that I want to do what is it that you know where am I going having that sense Mm. of purpose and figuring out who you need to help guide you on that journey to be your best self yeah is really need to do it alone yeah I think that's a massive takeaway I've always been very much like you can work it out you can you know understand how to do this and that and it's like I actually can't and it's okay to want to have help around you and just quickly on what you were talking about stress and hormones and all that sort of thing I know for me I'm I'm honestly like a very calm cool person like I'm not often super stressed or super anxious like I can be pretty we can hear it in your voice yeah I can be pretty like I'm pretty mellow but I always find I mean this can be a hormonal thing as well but in that lead up to my cycle especially I am just 
if I'm a bit stressed in life in general, but it's not super apparent and then coming into my cycle, mm. anxious every single day for, and I wake up and I'm like, why, like, mm. why there's nothing even happening. But even, um, it must've been a few days ago, I was at the gym and I'm doing like a reverse fly or something and I'm physically shaking doing it. And it's just crazy. The effect, like you were saying of stress and anxiety on your body physically, because mm. I'm in my body being like, what is happening? Like yeah. I'm not, nothing's happening but like that like you said it manifests in your body and how that comes out and that's just a classic example of how much it does take over your physical body more so than just your mindset so I think it's so important to stay on top of it because no matter how you know cool or calm you may (laughs) appear or be it still gets you and you're sort of like why is this happening and it just shows that you really need to be so conscious in staying on top of that and doing the things that make you feel good in the lead up to those times or if it does sort of become apparent to you one day or whatever it may be Mm. Mm. yeah definitely I think like a lot of us kind of just push it away or like try not to think about it or keep busy and try Mm -hmm. to avoid it and sometimes don't even notice yeah like don't even notice that this is going on and, and then all of a sudden it's like like I don't know you react to something because yeah. you just haven't noticed how heightened your nervous system is at the time and I can again like relate this to people with chronic pain and things mm-hmm. like that or who experience or who have you know traumatic events manifesting in the body is different mm-hmm. um, different sensations and things like that um, yeah it's it's actually fascinating mm-hmm the whole thing like how everything is is interconnected emotions you know your nervous system your Mm. you know your psychological health your mental health your physical health how they all sort of interrelate yeah and yeah the biggest thing is is I guess just noticing first of all and not necessarily the biggest lesson that I think I've learned recently is not necessarily needing or trying to change it like, you know, how you're sort of saying, like, why is this happening? Like, sometimes it's just like, it's just happening. Like, yeah. and knowing it's going to pass, yeah. I think is a huge thing. Because I think, you know, we can get caught up in like trying to change it. And, and it tr- never goes. And you're like, yeah. What's going on? And then you're almost stressed around stressing about whatever is stressing you out. And it yeah. just causes that flow and effect of, it's almost like you're anxious about being anxious and then why am I anxious? And it keeps, yeah, yeah. it flows on. And it's almost like, yeah, if you try and push it away, it's like it's going to come back because it's yeah. like you need to get to the bottom of like mm. why this sort of is. And it's like – and just allowing it to be sometimes. Mm. Like saying, okay, like, you know, I'm angry or I'm – and, you know, how is that anger manifesting in your body? Like do yeah. you feel heat? Do you feel sweating? Like – what is it? Do you feel tense? Do you feel tired? Yeah. And then just sort of, yeah, recognizing mm. and noticing that and noticing how your system kind of responds to mm. whatever's happening or, yeah. or the sensations that you're feeling. Well, I guess every emotion and feeling is a temporary state. And I always think of that in my mind. I'm like, okay, I'm really happy today, but I know this is temporary. Like I'm not going to be this happy in a week's time and that's totally fine. But equally on a day where you are super anxious, it's like, okay, it's temporary. But yeah having the tools to help with that, you know, period of time whenever it comes up. So you know that, okay, I'm really anxious today, less time on my phone, bit less screen time. Like you need to go out for a walk at some point, Yeah. go to bed earlier, have a cup of tea, like whatever it is yes. for you, call a friend. It's not like you have to get too overwhelmed with being in that state, but equally have tools that help you through that time because 
I know for me, I just sort of shut off and don't talk to anyone. Yeah. I don't talk to my partner. I don't talk to my coaches. Don't talk to friends. And then I wonder why, you know, it goes on for five days. And I'm like, well, you haven't just said to someone like, I'm actually not feeling that great, but let's just go for a walk. And then I come home and I'm like, oh, I'm actually fine. Like that was yeah. just, you know, I didn't need to be there. And and just verbalizing that to someone can help so yeah. much. But yeah, I think when you know that everything is temporary, it's even like for clients that you know, feel like they've gained a bit of weight or lost a bit of weight. It's like, understand that this is a temporary state. Like for sure, it's, you know, all consuming in the moment, but you're telling me about what you looked like in May of 2019, right? Temporary. Like you, you said you looked incredible. And right now you're like, I've been in lockdown for a year and a half. Like I've gained five kilos and I'm on mm. this and I'm that. And I'm like, okay, well <laughs> you had a direct result of your environment over the last year and a half so moving forward you're now back in the gym you're allowed outside lockdowns are lifted so know that that is temporary because your environment again is about to change and you'll go back into that state but becoming all consumed by what is now is just a it's a silly way to think because what is now will not be forever and it can't be forever. Yeah. So there's no point in being consumed by it. Like today will pass, tomorrow will pass and then yeah. this will be five months ago. I love you know? that so much. Like life mm. is cycles. Yeah. Like everything sort of goes in cycles. Mm. And um, yeah, I think that's, yeah, it's like a really cool way to look mm. at it as well because, you know, you yeah everything is temporary and like like you were saying like we can relate it back to you know yesterday we were on our mentorship call we're on our group check-in and a couple of the girls were like your business like you know we're going through more of a body composition type training type style now Mm. and you know checking in with the girls that's like business and life things life stress like these things are important to me right now Mm. like that the idea of balance I just I don't think it exists it's like balance is a spectrum Mm. and it's always going to be swaying you're always going to be trying to come back to this middle ground of balance but it's it's you know something is going to have to be sacrificed at some certain time like it's I see it sort of like as a triangle it's like health business like career sort of things and like relationships Mm. and it's like you know one is kind of suffering at one point when you're trying to sort of bring the balance in like Mm. you know your your you know some say someone who's prepping for example for a show it's like yes like their main focus is going to be on their health um and maybe on their business and then Mm. maybe their relationship suffers a little bit during that time but you know once that health spectrum sort of comes back down where it's like I'm a a little bit more balanced Mm. you know maybe then now I can focus on my relationships and yeah and trying to maintain that balance so it's always like this sliding scale yeah uh between the three and like we go through cycles like what is most important to you at this time Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, most of the girls were like, okay, there's things going in, on in my life. You know, I haven't been able to stick to my diet or my training program this year. Like, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I think giving people validation that these things are okay. And I've had to do this myself a lot <laughs> lately. Like, in terms of, like, the way I'm feeling or, um, 
you know, going on this tour, like I haven't been able to, yes, like I'm doing this for my business, but I haven't been able to get into the nitty gritty of like all the admin stuff or keep on top Mm -hmm. of all my admin stuff. And I'm like, you know, it's okay right now, you know, three weeks time I'll be in Perth, tour will be over, then I'll be able to focus on propelling forward in like the other projects that I have Mm -hmm. in mind as well. But just sort of like, when you're in it, it's just like enjoy the process of yeah. where you are right now as well yeah. rather than, you know, it's great to sort of think of the next thing but also like enjoying the process of where you are now. And I look back on like some of the worst times in my life mm. and I'm like, like it's fine. Like it's yeah. survived and I kind of feel a little bit neutral to them now. I'm mm. like, you know, I had to go through, through that to be where I am now. At the time it was like the worst thing ever. But, you know, I survived and, um, yeah, like I had to go through those times to have them now. And it's just kind of like I don't put that negative spin on it because it's like where I am. It's helped me be where I am now. And sometimes you have to go through, you know, sitting uncomfortably in your body, putting on a little bit of weight to, Mm. you know, be able to get back to a point where you feel really good about yourself. Like life isn't just Just ebbs and flows you can't Mm. compartmentalize things it's like you know if it's like um you know you can't have life without death right so you can't have um you you can't be happy without knowing what sad is yeah you can't um you know know what it's like to feel you know abundant with all these things if you haven't been broke or you haven't struggled with money and all these things to really appreciate like the essence of life as well yeah. and I think you know some people can get obsessed with certain things like you can get obsessed with your health and what you eat and your training and everything like that you can get obsessed with your business and working all the time and things like that and, and you know it's not really healthy in terms mm. of like when you have this obsession because when you're obsessed with it and you're constantly trying to control it it's like you don't have space to allow things to be yes. and to see what actually could be as well and mm. enjoy the experience. So Yeah, completely. It's yeah. yeah, it's a massive topic and it comes down to also like what you were talking about before like your priorities and your business and the triangle analogy. I like that one, but it comes down to your core values. Like, you know, for me, I know my values are, you know, my top value is potentially like my business at this stage in my life. Then would come my own personal, probably health and and fitness and then possibly relationships. But that's my order of importance. So yeah, I do put business things before say my health. And, you know, even in the six month mentorship, the last sort of four weeks in this block, I've been super, in my head going, okay, well, if this is what I'm doing, I need to be focusing on fat loss and I need to be really honing in on that. But equally, business is crazy and I have so many things coming up and then I'm just trying to like hold on to relationships and get everything kind of sorted. So I'm like, all right, what is my top value right now? Business. Mm. And that's it. And that's all there is to it. And you need to get really real with yourself in that sense, knowing what is like my most important thing. And that is for me at the moment, which is totally fine. But in that, it gives you that freedom and allows you that space to know that, okay, body composition at the moment doesn't really matter. I'm so fine maintaining it, getting stronger, whatever, focusing on just my training to feel good. But having the stress of trying to be in a deficit every single day and, you know, doing my progress photos every week, hoping Mm. for change when... I know I'm 
kind of in no state in in the sense of being stressed Mm. more often than I would be but trying to do both is like knocking on a door that won't open either either end because you can't give your all to one or the other and again it's just a season of life like this season will pass and it may change for me Mm. um and become that but for right now you need to get really real with yourself knowing what it is that you are focusing on otherwise it's just yeah almost impossible and i don't think balance really ever exists yeah balance is what it whatever it is to you so if balance for me is working six days a week and going out to dinner once and like that's that's my idea of balance and if it works it works and if mm. it doesn't reassess and go from there but i think that you know it just looks like what it looks like for you and no one can really judge that because as long as you can deal with your workload or whatever that looks like then that's all that matters yeah mm. awesome yeah. That was a really interesting talk. Thanks, yeah. Sharon. So where <laughs> can we find you? Tell us about where was the best place to find you. Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm just Riley Fit PT. I obviously have our podcast, which is Drink More Water. Um, what else do I have? And then I have... Anything exciting coming up in the works? Yes, actually, I have a new program coming up in about six weeks. It would be now that I'm launching, which is a six-month group container, which I'm super excited about. And then I'm also opening up my one-on-one coaching again for a new intake in probably more, so three months. So a bit of a wait, but yeah, a few things happening. Exciting. Yeah. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Beautiful. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. (laughs)